All right. What's going on, folks? What's happening? What's shaking? What's doing over here in podcast land? I'm doing something a little bit different today. If you recall, a few shows back, I talked about, uh, well, I've talked about it many times, but uh, the Warrior Expeditions is coming up. It uh, runs from July to September of 2021 for this year, for this session. And I applied for the Warrior Paddle portion of it. Leia, you can't be playing with your toys. I'm getting ready to do an interview. Uh -uh. You can't be playing with your toys. So I did my, um, I guess it's a written interview. I can't remember what the damn, what, what they called it, but it was a virtual interview. So I had a bunch of questions I had to go through and just populate these answers, submit them on the website. Then they review those and see if you move on to the next round. And I'm listening to this fucking video and doing this at the same time. I'm listening to this tutorial right now, but. So, yeah, so I submitted my, my online questionnaire. They got back with me and said, yes, we've accepted your questionnaire. Now it's time for you to move on to your online interview, which is what I'm getting ready to do right now. So I thought I had missed it, but they've extended the deadline. So I did not miss it, but <clears throat> it was something that just kind of was off my radar. I should have put it on my calendar, I guess, but I did not. So what I'm getting ready to do now is the online interview portion. I'm going to record it. You may or may not see this. <laughs> if, I, if I don't like it, I, I might not release it. But there's supposed to be 10 questions. I have a, an allotted amount of time on each one to think of an answer. So I have a think time. And then I have uh, three or four different takes that I can do so I can re-record answers if I want to. And then I also um, have a question time limit. So some of them might have, you know, you might have two minutes to answer, you might have three minutes to answer. Some, uh, you know, you don't have to use all that time, but you have that much time to answer the question. So I'm going to go through it right now, see what this thing's all about <clears throat> and see how tough it is. So we're going to hit continue. We've decided that you're using Safari. Stand by, guys. Stand by for uh, stand by for the second attempt. Apparently, they don't like my browser that I'm using, so we're going to go to Google. I'll sign in there, see if I can pick up my email, and try this again. Come on, guys. How many times I got to tell things to remember my passwords? Nope. That's why I wanted to remember it because I don't. Jesus Christ. What have I changed my password to now? Um, save. Missing. And remind me later. There we go. <clears throat> back back to here phase two go to your interview sign in Jesus fuck I gotta sign in with my LinkedIn account 
which it took me a second to even remember what that fucking password was, and I might have forgotten it already. Nope, here it is. Oh, we're back in. Welcome to your interview, Warrior Expeditions. Uh, we're going to skip that video. We've already watched it. One-way interview tutorial. Skip that. <clears throat> interview will not. We're going to walk you through uh, the setup one step at a time. The interview will not start until you are ready. Here we go. Continue. In order to stream audio and video, we'll need access to your media devices. Do you give Spark Hire permission to use your camera and microphone? Yes. Once you use your microphone and your camera, allow. Checking my hardware right now, make sure I got the correct hardware. Success! Next, we'll configure which uh, camera and microphone you'll be using. I feel like. Okay. There we go, continue. FaceTime HD camera, yep, that's what we got. We're going to move over this way, so that way we get the, uh, the thing in the background here is what I'm trying to get. So i got some natural sunlight, and then also have a, my blue light over here coming in. Might be a little too much light, but fuck it. Now we're using the uh, microphone. We're making sure that it works. My Bluetooth microphone here. My meter is going, so it looks like it's picking up the microphone. Next, we'll run some tests on your network connectivity to ensure you have a successful experience. Run speed test. This thing's thorough, Leia. Leia's right down here, if you can see her. I don't know if you can see her or not, but she's just looking at me like, why did you take away my toy? I was playing. All right, so my latency is good. I will likely experience little to no delay. Um, I will likely receive high quality video. I would likely send high quality video. There we go. Setup is complete. You're now ready to enter the interview. Here we go, guys. Let's do a practice video so you get familiar with how your interview will work. Uh, we'll start the practice. This practice says I have one minute of think time. I have unlimited takes and I have a one minute time limit. Let's start the practice. This is the prompt you'll see when you have a limited amount of time to think about a question before you record your answer. Keep in mind that reloading or navigating away from the page before completing the question will result in an incomplete answer. Are you ready to record a practice video? Yes. <clears throat> this is a simulation. This is simulating a scenario in which you have limited time to think about your answer before you the recorder automatically starts. The question would normally appear here. For now, just record a brief video about your background. The interviewer will not see this practice video. Are you ready to answer? Yes. Three, two, one, countdown. So, hey, my name is Brian Dales. I'm a retired Air Force veteran, a little over 21 years. I worked in the physical and occupational therapy department, and I was also a recruiter for four years during my my tenure in the Air Force. Um, I was married for 20 years, I'm divorced. Uh, I was a government contractor for a little bit, blah, 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 blah. Stop. How's the video look? Put this on the other ear. 
Can you see and hear yourself? Yes. Okay. You're ready to begin your interview when, the, uh, when you advance to a question. The video does not start recording automatically. All right, here we go, guys. We're going to begin the interview. Question one of ten. I have a minute to think. I get one take, and my time limit is three minutes. The amount of time you have to view and think about this question will automatically start counting down when you proceed, reloading and navigating. Are you ready? Yes. Describe what types of jobs you performed and what types of missions you participated in during your combat deployments. So hey, yeah, as uh, far as my combat deployments go, you know, I had one uh, combat tour when I was active duty, which I went to Balad, Iraq. Uh, my job stateside or, you know, in peacetime was physical therapy and occupational therapy and also a little bit of chiropractics and Well, shit, guys. I didn't. Uh, I didn't navigate the page correctly, and um, I think I've already fucked it up. Let's see if I can go. Let's see if I can go back out and go back in. Let's go to my interview. Let's skip the intro again. Welcome back. Check the hardware again. Setup is complete. Enter the interview. Question one to ten. Okay, so we're back to the back to the start here. Well, <clears throat> it looks like you kept the video that I recorded. God damn it! Let's um, let's try one thing here. Let's see if I can clear the history in the cache. Guys, I've already fucked it up. You know how, how can they how can they select me when I've already fucked things up? And I can't figure out how to goddamn get rid of this history. Clear browsing data. Let's see if we can clear this cache out. Cache, cache. So we can clear this out and maybe it'll let us get back in without fucking with us. Now I gotta re-sign into my email, of course. It should have saved my password. No, it did not. Because I think I cleared my passwords as well. Because I'm a dumbass. Alright, we're back in. I should have not worried about this fucking craft conversations video and I should have concentrated on this video and maybe I wouldn't have fucked it up. I gotta retype everything because I cleared all the passwords guys. passwords. We're skipping that. We're 
skipping the tutorial. And you know, I can't be the first guy that's ever fucked this thing up. So if it is still there, the video that I recorded, I'm just going to go with it. See if I can configure the camera microphone again. FaceTime camera looks good. Microphone. Hello, test, test, test. It is working. Got to run the speed test again. Latency is good. Upload speed is good. The good thing is I'm in a place where I can do this because the next portion of my trip here, I might not have been. Enter the interview. Question number one. Yeah, fuck it. We'll submit that. <clears throat> fuck it. What can you do? We'll view this question. Have three minutes. Describe your transition experience after returning home from your combat deployments and after leaving your military service. So, of course, I've already screwed up the first question. Um, my deployment was to Balad, Iraq, and uh, you know, act, still acted as a physical therapy and occupational therapy technician over there, but. Um, our, our main job was medics, and of course, uh, being a medic, we saw all the mass casualties. You know, this was at the height of the war, the OIF, um, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and just the mass casualties that will come through on a weekly basis, sometimes uh, more than once a week, and, and seeing, you know, your brothers and sisters and uh, fellow combatants, you know, of different branches of service all over the world. Uh, even Iraqis, you know, locals getting injured and, and maimed and killed and blown to pieces and, and blown apart was, was a harrowing experience. But coming back home, you know, it was, uh, I came back to Alaska, totally different landscapes going from the desert of Balad to back to the lush, uh, lushness of Alaska. And the transition was hard, you know, it's coming back, um, having to deal with life again and, and chores and responsibilities and, and going back to work and not being able to really explain to people um, what had happened to you while you were deployed and the things that you had seen and, and you wanted to tell everybody about it but anytime you try to tell somebody about it um, your emotions just like they're doing right now you know kind of get uh, you get choked up about it and <clears throat> you realize it's not a it's not a fun thing to to see lives lost and to not be able to save, you know, some of those lives. And then uh, you carry that through for the rest of your life, you know, and people complain about things and see different things and they, and they complain about their, their mundane lives and, you know, their, that they didn't get to work on time or they forgot to get milk at the grocery store. And, and you just realize once you get out um, and once you get back from those deployments, that there's a lot more important things than um, all the trivial stuff and uh, it, 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 it kind of makes it hard to relate to other people because they don't have that same perspective and that same experience of you. So you kind of distance yourself, you know, from, from people. And uh, you definitely just don't want to talk about it. You know, it's, it's things that you just, you keep bottled up inside of you. And um, I run a podcast now and I, I try and get a lot of these things out of my head and off of my chest. And I think that has helped from a therapeutic standpoint. But it's a hard transition either way, whether it's coming back from a deployment or coming back home. And it's still hard sometimes. And it's, it's, it's hard for me to even talk about things right now.
All right, so we'll submit that, guys. Confirm your recording, submit. Question number three. Describe all health issues and substance abuse issues you have now and have had in the past. Um, let's see, health issues. I've uh, been pretty healthy for the majority of my life. Um, you know, I have a Spartan t-shirt on here. I run some Spartan races. I've been a marathoner in the past, ultra marathoner. I've done triathlons. Um, around 2010, I started having some issues with my stomach and uh, with my head, always feeling kind of uh, discombobulated and like I was hungover. Um, uh, lethargy, wasn't able to do a lot of the endurance stuff that I used to do and just started having some issues. I started going to the to the doctors and nobody could quite figure out what was going on with me. I had every test imaginable from balance to uh, cognition to um, neurological, cardiolo uh, cardiology, any specialty that you can think of. I went through it, uh, GI, uh, stress tests, had ultrasounds, MRIs, CAT scans, blood work, urinalysis, uh, stool uh, testing, uh, just everything you can think of. Nobody could ever figure out what was going on with me. And I, I really started feeling bad after my deployment to Iraq, and I sometimes wonder if it was the burn pits or whatever, or just whatever substances uh, I may have been exposed to while in a deployed situation. But come to find out when I retired and went through my conversation and disability physical with the VA, uh, they determined that I had polycythemia vera. So ever since uh, I retired in 2013, I've been getting treated for this uh, rare type of blood disorder. Uh, they consider it a blood cancer. And um, yeah, it just, uh, it makes my blood real thick. I have excess red blood cells, so it makes my blood real viscous. Uh, my bone marrow just produces too many red blood cells. And to combat that at the moment, I get a, a phlebotomy. Right now I'm on a monthly phlebotomy schedule, so I get a I get blood drawn every month to, to lessen the viscosity of the blood, or, or the blood, and that helps lessen the severity of the symptoms that I have. Uh, you know, whether it be in excessive sweating, um, headaches, ringing in the ears, blurred vision, those type things. Um, got divorced at the same time I retired and found out all this new information about my health and, and abused uh, some alcohol for a while. And I've I've gone back and forth abusing um, some alcohol and. Um, you know, it just helps uh, thin the blood out, so it helps with my, some of my symptoms, the alcohol does, and also it just numbs uh, some of the pain as far as the things that I've seen, you know, in wartime, uh, divorce, retirement, reintegration into society. I mean, all those things, it just, it takes the pain away a little bit. I don't know if these are good answers, guys, but... I just, I'm just going through it. Uh, one take, I'm done. I don't do double takes. Although I was trying to do a double take on the on the first one because I fucked it up. But Let's see what we got here. Question number four. Describe your outdoor experience with regards to hiking, biking, and paddling. Well, you know, like I explained in the in the last question, um, I used to be an avid uh, marathoner. Well, I started off uh, doing 5Ks, 10Ks. We used to run this thing in uh, Charleston, South Carolina called the, the Cooper River Bridge Run. My brother and I would run it every year. I think we did it 12 or 13 years 
together and um, it's a 10 a 10k race so six 6.2 miles <clears throat> started off just kind of doing that and then uh, ventured into uh, half marathons and then I got into marathoning and then I did uh, some ultra marathons a 50 marathon 50 miler 231 milers um, I've done a triathlon I've been an avid kayaker for the last uh, five or six years um, on the Ashley River and the Edisto River there in South Carolina and we would do a buddy of mine and I would go out uh, quite often and we were trying to do the entire Edisto River just kind of piecing it together it's over 250 miles of river and we would do you know four mile section a six mile section eight sometimes we do upwards of 20 miles in a click and um, just really love it I mean kayaking is, is one of my favorite experiences that I can have you know as euphoric running marathons and ultra marathons and things like that as I mentioned I even got into Spartan races I think I've done 12 or 13 of them so far anywhere from the the sprint length all the way up to the beast length with the, the sprint is you know a, a three to four mile length with uh, uh, 20 obstacles or so. The super uh, distance is eight to nine miles and I think 25 or so obstacles. And then you have what they call the beast, which is 13 to 14 miles and uh, 25, 30, 35 obstacles. Uh, various terrain, I've done it in various states, uh, all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast and everywhere in between. And I'm looking forward to doing my next one and uh, biking, you know, I, I biked all over Alaska, I biked all over uh, the mountains of Las Vegas, mountain biking, road biking. Uh, of course, uh, I mentioned I did a triathlon, so there was biking training involved with that. So I would say I have um, quite a bit of experience of what it takes, the endurance, the mindset to, to get out there and accomplish this mission of the Mississippi River. All right, pretty good answer, I guess, right? I don't know. Who knows, guys? Let's see, question five. <clears throat> Warrior Expedition supports eight hiking trails, one biking trail, and one paddling trail. State each of the trail names you are interested in completing and why you're interested in that particular trail. So what, uh, what am I interested in? Well, I signed up for the Warrior Paddle. That's, that would be my, my biggest interest. Um, I think I have a good bit of experience in a kayak. Uh, I feel comfortable on the water. I, I'm a good swimmer. Um, I like the solitude of it, the calmness of it, the waves, the water, uh, the sunsets, the reflections off the water, um, the aquatic birds. I mean, just everything that is involved with a paddle, I think would be very interesting to me if um, if I'm being asked that I need to choose a couple different options uh, to make sure that I can maybe get placed in one of these things if things get filled up or what have you I guess my second option would be uh, one of the hikes like I said I've I've marathoned I've done 50 milers I've done uh, 31 milers I've, I've done them through the mountains and I've done flat roads I've done off-road I've done sand I feel like I could handle pretty much any terrain, whatever the hike could throw at me. If I had uh, a choice between the hikes, I guess I would like the Appalachian uh, Trail. So my first choice would be the Warrior Paddle. My second would be the Appalachian Trail hike. 
feel like I could do uh, very well at both of those things. All right, so we're down, we're halfway done, guys. Um, question six. I haven't done a job interview in a long time. This is basically, essentially a job interview, right? Warrior Expeditions Trails takes approximately three to six months to complete. State your availability to complete a trail between the months of March and September. How do your family and friends feel about you leaving for three to six months? <clears throat> well, this is, a, this is a pretty easy answer, I think, because uh, back in October, I decided, well, not back in October, back in August, uh, July, August of this year, 2020, I decided to quit my job. I decided to sell my house. I decided to sell all my possessions except, uh, you know, a few items that I needed or wanted as far as clothing goes and some maybe some kitchen items, bathroom items, uh, things like that. Sold everything. What you're looking at right now is I'm sitting inside my travel trailer and I sold everything, bought a travel trailer, and I am now a full-time RVer. I'm fully retired. Um, I have no ties anywhere. I, I just drove from uh, South Carolina all the way across. I'm in Nevada right now, Las Vegas. Uh, many stops along the way, so I'm fully available. I have uh, a dog, and that's all that's holding me down. And I got uh, two kids and parents that will gladly take the dog for three to six months if need be. Uh, like I mentioned, I prefer to do the paddle, which I think uh, is uh, maybe a three-month stint, if I remember reading correctly, but the hike would be fine as well. Uh, the only thing I'd have to do is just uh, get a babysitter for the dog. And I've, you know, I'm basically on the road right now anyways. I have no ties, nothing, no job, nothing holding me down whatsoever. So that's an easy one. I can do that. My friends and family... They're very excited about it. They know how much I love uh, the adventures that I do, whether it be marathoning, triathloning, just hiking, uh, snow skiing, whatever. They know that this is important to me and they will fully support me in any way possible. Friends, family, kids, my dog, everybody will, uh, will support me 100%. All right, question number seven, guys. Girls, you know, I just say guys. It's just a general term. I know I shouldn't say it anymore, but I do. I'm trying to get away from it. Here we go. Question seven, guys. <laughs> Fuck. People, folks. All the Warrior Expeditions provides everything needed to complete a long-distance expedition. We recommend you have access to $500 per month while on the trail. Therefore, will you have access to $500 per month while on the trail. They give you three three minutes to answer this. Uh, yeah, I do understand that Warrior Expeditions provides everything. I've seen that on the website and the videos that I've watched and the research that I've done. So I appreciate you guys supporting all that stuff um, and supplying or supporting all of us and supplying all the stuff that we need to um, to make this mission successful. So. 500 bucks a month, that's easy. Um, like I said, I'm retired. I have a retirement income coming in, plus a disability income, obviously, a disabled vet. Uh, so yeah, plenty of money, have no bills, no one to support. Easy and done. All right, seven questions down. Here's question number eight. 
get my laundry, guys. Is anyone planning on joining you for the entire trail? Do you plan on bringing a dog? Is your dog a service dog? Uh, well, I did not intend on bringing anybody with me on the trail. Um, I, I know there's a few people that would love to do it. And I know some people that have done the Appalachian Trail. And uh, I have plenty of friends that are, that are hikers. I have plenty of friends that are kayakers. I, I'm sure a lot of people would like to join me, but I don't have any definitive plans right now. Um, of course, I wanted to get selected first before I would even offer that to anybody. But yeah, for sure, I would love to have anyone join me, uh, friends and family. Uh, and cheer me on and, and support me during uh, whatever trek I do or get selected for. Uh, I do have a dog. She is not a service dog. I would love to make her a service dog, but I have not. Uh, she's about a 60-pound uh, American Staffordshire mix. Um, I would need a pretty decent uh, hole in, the, in a kayak to be able to bring her with me. But that would be fantastic to have her with me that entire trip. But it would also be maybe a little bit cumbersome and a little bit, um, a little bit too much, you know, uh, as far as having to deal with not only myself and the elements and, and whatever can and will go wrong in a kayak or on a trail, to have to have somebody else to feed and to, to make sure they get to the bathroom and to make sure that they're healthy and that they're warm and, and cool or whatever, you know, depending on what the temperatures and the situations are. So, yes, I would... I've not asked anyone to come on the trail with me. I would love to have somebody do portions of it with me or multiple people. I would love to bring the dog, but I'm not necessarily 100% that I want to bring the dog. So I go either way. Whatever you guys allow me to do and whatever I feel like I can do, I will do. If that makes sense. I don't know, guys. Wasn't the best answer in the world, but... I think I answered the question regardless. <clears throat> question nine of 10, here we go. Warrior Expeditions outfits our veterans with high-end gear donated by our sponsors. Therefore, do you have any issues using the gear donated by our sponsors? Warrior Expeditions coordinates community support in the forms of transportation, lodging, and meals from volunteers along the trail. Therefore, do you have any issues meeting with community supporters along the trail? Uh, yeah, I absolutely understand. Again, it kind of goes back to a previous question. I understand that you guys are providing all the equipment and support along the trail or the river or what have you. And again, I really appreciate it. I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing. And um, kudos to you guys for putting this together and, and logistically navigating it and, and making it uh, something that, uh, you know, us disabled veterans can get involved in. I think it's a fantastic thing that you're doing. Uh, I have no issue with uh, using any of the equipment that you would provide. I have no issue with any of the lodging, the transportation, the food being provided. I'm just grateful that that will all be provided. So there you go. All right, so last question, guys, right here. Let's see what's going on with this question. They haven't been too hard. I would have rather actually talked to a person, but so it's a one-on-one -on -one interview, I guess, here. What do you hope to get out of the experience of completing a long distance outdoor expedition? Well, what I hope to get out of it, um, besides the, you know, the health benefits of it, of just doing the trek, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some injuries along the way and maybe 
some hardships and some some tough spots and it's going to be a mental um a mental uh obstacle course that i'm going to be involved in out there um the good thing is that you guys are providing some of the best equipment available so that's going to make it more enjoyable and a little more uh user friendly i think what i hope to get out of it is i hope to just get some clarity of mind i hope to to get back and get connected to nature um, kind of what I'm doing with the RV life right now. I'm trying to disconnect and, and get away from um, a lot of the technology and a lot of um, and, and, and just people and just learn to love myself again and be with myself and be with my own thoughts. You know, a lot of people are afraid to, to be with those thoughts and, and I was afraid to be with some of these thoughts for a long period of time. Um, I've opened up to uh, some girlfriends as of late and to some friends. And even, like I said, I've opened up on my podcast about uh, different experiences I've had in the military and some of the things that I've seen. And um, I think it's helping and I think it's, I think it's helping just to, to kind of get all this stuff out. And I would like to get out there on the trail or the river and uh, discuss some of these things with uh, fellow warriors that have have been in these situations you know haven't had a whole lot of time and opportunities to talk to a lot of other veterans uh, most of the people that i know um, are civilians and they wouldn't understand a lot of these things so it'd be nice to get out there with some brothers and sisters in arms and and discuss some of these things that we've experienced and and, and compare stories and wounds and uh, mental wounds and physical wounds and those type things and uh, just have that camaraderie again of the military that uh, that I miss so dearly so just just to reconnect with myself is what I want to do I want to get out there with with the nature and uh, just let it uh, kind of ground me again thank you for your time all right see what happens now guys interview has been completed the interview has been completed you will be automatically redirected in six seconds four seconds three two one Let's see where it redirects me this is a thank you month of December they will review applications make the selections for the upcoming season I'll be notified either way by email within the first week of January. They receive about 400 applications per year. They only support about 40 veterans. Right. So basically what they're saying is they uh, get about 400 applicants per year. They only are able to accommodate about 40. So about 10% of those applicants get selected. So, you know, got a 10% chance of getting selected for this thing. Uh, I want to go to the next step. It looks like I got something else to do. Interview completed. Rate your experience. I'll rate it, uh, rate it five. And um, ask for a comment. I'll just put uh, thank you for your time and consideration for this once in a lifetime opportunity.
students feel opportunity, right? Submit feedback. I think we're done, guys. I gotta go get my laundry. My laundry's been done for about uh, 25 minutes here. One way completed, the warrior expedition. Yay, I'm done, guys. Okay. I've got to shut you guys down. We'll talk to you soon. Cross your fingers, everybody. Wish me luck. Love you guys. Be good to each other. Oh, hope everybody had a good Christmas, by the way. And a Christmas Eve. Hope everybody got everything they were looking for and more. And um, hope you guys are looking forward to a happy new year. It's going to be a good 2021, I believe. So take care. Love you guys. Peace out.